Halloween in a couple weeks, we figured we would talk about Halloweeny things, yeah. scary things, spooky things, stuff that we've been doing in regards to that, and stuff that we've liked, and you know, Halloween stuff. Halloweening, my two-year-old walked. We walked past a um, a yard that was all decorated. He said, "Mom, they're Halloweening." I was like, "Yeah, it should yeah. be a verb." I love Halloween. Well, pretty soon they'll be. Christmas thing, because that's yeah. pretty much what happens. Halloween decorations come down, Christmas lights yeah. go up. No room for Thanksgiving. It's typical. There's not a lot of Thanksgiving decorations. Like no. Thanksgiving and Halloween have very similar colors. You just take down like the skeletons and. We have these um, wooden. They're like a wooden feathers and turkey head that have like little stakes in them, and we turn our jack o' lantern around and stick the turkey feathers in it. Mm-hmm. Multi-purpose. Wham, bam. If the Easy. squirrels haven't eaten them. Mm-hmm. We haven't done anything. I don't even know if our HOA would let us do anything. I don't even know if they'd let oh, us like decorate. Like, decorate. I'm they would say no. Yeah. I'm excited because we've had some new people move in on our block in the last couple of years. And last year, um, our family didn't go trick-or-treating because we didn't feel safe. And the neighborhood was just kind of dark. And even the year before, pre-pandemic, not a lot of neighbors decorated. But this year, there's, like, a lot of people went all out. We went, we, like, put, you know, the fake gravestones and hid skulls in the flowers. And mm-hmm. um, and a lot of our, our neighbors went even bigger than us. So I'm excited. They're like, very uh, fake bodies. So the cops get called... And no. you're like, oh, these no, might be I don't want anything real, bo- might like, be real bodies no. under the ground. Just like Wicked Witch of the West feet sticking out of the bushes mm-hmm. and stuff. None of yeah. the real like, hanging dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Not for me. Yeah. Well, it could be for your neighbors, though. Could but be. Not your neighbors this year. Yeah. They're just testing the water. So yeah. like every year it's going <laughs> to escalate a little bit more. One of my neighbors did say that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what to look, to look forward to next yeah. year. So what... Um, you still been watching the only murders in the building? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you finish it? No, they only come out every Tuesday. Oh, so that's lame. No. Well, it's very exciting to ha- have like appointment television again until you get to the end of the episode, and then you're like, ugh. So I think there's just one episode left. Okay. And on streaming, they can make it. Yeah, there's no like any, set time. Yeah, it could be 45 minutes or it could be 23 minutes. You don't. So the last episode was quite short. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really love it. It's perfect for fall. It's the perfect amount of like. I'm I'm not a huge like true crime. Or murder mystery person, so it's the f- perfect amount of like thrilling for me, but still kind of funny and cozy. Mm-hmm. So if it didn't have Martin Short and Steve Martin in it, would you watch it? No. Is it they, they like they make the show? They make the show, and Steve Martin like made like. Um, Did he write it? Or? It was his idea for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I even started listening. This is Meta. They have a podcast. About the show? About the show. Is but Steve the Martin show is about a podcast. 
Um, it's just two people, but they okay. interview. So this is an interesting. Actors, it's like yeah. very meta. It's like, in it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So I. Um, and have you seen Knives Out? Did you watch? Yes, that? I love Knives Out. That's on my list for good Halloween movies. Mm-hmm. And that's a great movie to rewatch too, because you like. Yeah, you notice notice things. more stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a minute since I said that was like the movie. That was like the last movie I saw before the pandemic. Yeah. Like I saw that in theaters, and I was like, "This is fine." And then I didn't see another movie for like a year. Yeah. And I was like, "This is this is crazy." Yeah, I still recommend that to patrons, and I've been noticing because we pull holds. Like when people put something on hold, the librarians grab it for them, and we've been seeing like Scream and Beetlejuice and mm-hmm. Friday the Thirteenth. So people are getting in yep. the mood. People are definitely have a monster scary movie month. I guess this is yeah. when they rewatch their old favorites or decide that this is the month they're gonna be scared. Yeah. Do you like scary movies? Uh, I'm indifferent about them. I generally don't get scared during movies, but I'll watch them whenever. I'm typically more of like, oh, if I'm in the mood for this, I'll just watch it yeah. whenever I feel like it. I don't think my wife likes scary movies, so I can't really watch it with her, so I have to just find the time to just watch it when the kids are sleeping and the wife is sleeping, and mm-hmm. I'm just not looking to do anything else, Yeah. which is like one day a month probably I have the time to just yeah. want to do that. I know we talked about how I'm like missing out on much of general pop culture. And my husband made me watch, because um, I don't love scary movies either. Um, this summer we watched Jaws and Silence of the Lambs, those, which I've never seen. Those are good. You, you, pop culture things are good to watch because then you recognize it somewhere, so many other things. Like, right, you you're, watch, like, oh, you're like, oh, that's this is, that joke. Like, that's yeah. where that's from, or oh, that's that shot. Like, yeah. I don't know if it was Jaws that had that first, it wasn't like first of I think I popularized like that weird zoom in shot yeah. with the background zooming in but the characters mm-hmm. sitting in the frame and like all that's everywhere yeah and Silence of the Lambs oh hi Kim <laughs> we had a special guest this episode <laughs> um well I lost my train of thought oh I like the quirky scary movies like Beetlejuice is more funny. Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Shaun of the Dead and all those mm-hmm. guys' movies. I don't know that guy's name, but... Edgar Wright? Yes. Yeah. I like most of his stuff. Yeah, his, yeah Shaun of the Dead was good. Have you seen Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? Mm-mm. That was another good one. And Cabin in the Woods was a good one, too. That was like a horror movie like spoof parody but like serious not like in a funny way yeah so it sort of just made fun of all the horror movie tropes but yeah. it was still a horror movie and it was really good i heard that get um i've been meaning to see get out for however long it's been out um and i know jordan peele's like a funny guy and i heard that it's got humor to it yeah there's definitely humor i think yeah. it's more of like that awkward humor yeah that sort of like more builds more tension than like laugh out loud funny yeah and his other one he did us was like, I guess you could say that's like a scary movie, but you know I didn't think it was super scary. Yeah, but it's definitely horror like and everything. It seems to be what he's drawn to. I think that's what his interest is. Comedy, just maybe what he's good at. 
on his own for like acting or whatever yeah. but I think he's more interested in the horror and those types of themes everything he's done outside of Key and Peele has been horror or something I was just reading that um, sometimes people who tend to like dark things or like when you're in a conversation like go to the like weirdest creepiest thing um, may have depression or anxiety or maybe I should flip that around people that have depression or anxiety sometimes tend to like go toward the dark the mm-hmm. dark side of a conversation even if they're going there to be funny because they're um, if you live with anxiety or depression your mind is like uh, that tension is like your comfort spot sort of because you're always mm-hmm. a little bit tense sounds like um, you're describing someone I know <laughs> I think I'm describing a lot of people we know but I was like oh I wonder if people are like maybe more into um, this year and last year, maybe more into that scary stuff or that on um, Only Murders in the Building, one of the characters says, like, you have to watch Dateline so you don't end up on Dateline. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just wonder if it seems like true crime fascination and all that scary stuff is like ramped up. It's always been a thing. There's always been people that are interested in the true crime and like yeah. those sort of similar like mystery novels. That's always been a thing. Did you read In Cold Blood? That's like that's I've, a, never, like, I've never, the first I've true never, crime book. Yeah, I've never read it. It's terrifying. Um, I know they made a couple movies or more like Capote movies, but it's sort of the backdrop is him investigating that trial or yeah. just doing whatever because I don't even know why he was doing it. I don't know if he was a journalist or something and then he just decided to be a writer or if he was just curious because he was like kind of a weird guy yeah he was a writer and i think he legitimately like felt for these men but then he kind of um led them to believe that the book was gonna like get them exonerate them exonerated and Mm -hmm. did not um nor was that his plan, I think. And then that, that kind of made Truman Capote crazy. Like, he was kind of an alcoholic before, but... Yeah, I mean, you hear that story a lot with people that investigate or research those types of crimes. Like, they end up not well or... Yeah. I mean, the woman who did that, um, who investigated oh, yeah. the Nanking stuff. Yeah. Like, she just killed herself yeah. a few years or a while down the road because she couldn't take it, you know, any, take it yeah. anymore. Um, so all that stuff is definitely, I guess, read at your own risk, too. I wouldn't read In Cold Blood at home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Read it at a coffee shop or at the library or something. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Or read it in your living room with all the lights on during the day. Mm-hmm. But it's not a book to be read in bed at night, for sure. Yeah, not, so, not the dreams after you read that are probably... Not great. No. <laughs> if you can sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading two scary books right now. They're not really scary, but they're my version of scary. Um, one we're reading for our book club, and it's called Lakewood by Megan Giddings, and it takes place in Michigan. It's about a college student who needs money to care for her sick mother, and so she signs up for, like, um, uh, research studies. Mm-hmm. And... She signs up for one that's um, doing, it's not clear yet what 
they're doing what the, to res- her, but, what the research um, is yes she's had to like swear off all her family and she's like mm-hmm. stuck in this tiny town in northern michigan and nobody knows it's like a government-sponsored research study but nobody mm-hmm. knows so that's pretty um creepy and chilling and then i'm also reading um night bitch by rachel yoder which is a book about a young mother who starts slowly becoming a dog i thought it was close enough to like a werewolf thing to be a good (laughs) Mm -hmm. october read um but i guess she's she doesn't turn into a werewolf but she does start turning into a dog at night (laughs) and that's so weird and so good at the same time is that a newer book yeah it just came out okay yeah i haven't really been reading too much like spooky stuff or anything or anybody. <laughs> I haven't really, yeah, but like, I'm in the middle of a book right now. Like, uh, Amusing Ourselves to Death was written. Oh, see, that's got death in the title. That works. Yeah. Uh, sure, we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> but it was written a while back about sort of like the discourse surrounding um, media, or really just the public discourse after television came out um, and everything. And I just picked it up because it's sort of kind of in the news about how you know, Facebook and all the social media sort yeah. of deteriorating it further. I'm going to write that down. Um, it was by Neil Postman about maybe a third of the way through. And, you know, I just sort of took a pause um, on it. So I guess you could say that's a scary, spooky thing because... That's true. All that stuff. I guess it depends on what you're looking for. Like real life spooky or just like, oh, this is entertaining. True culture. That's a, <laughs> that's a new genre. Yeah. Well, that's what um, Jordan Peele, like, it was like, I forgot what they said. He said it, like, the genre was. It was something, it wasn't like horror, but it, I forgot what specifically he said it was, like, social thriller. It was, like, something Oh yeah. Something strange, because it's not, like, quite horror, but it's, like, whatever. Like a this could happen. Yeah, if or... This, if this spiraled out of control, or, mm-hmm. yeah. At least Get Out was, Us was a little little bit more out there but get out was definitely more of that oh this is this is strange and probably terrifying um but yeah i definitely i mean you should definitely watch it if you have you should just go get it after we record just go grab it and watch it i will maybe i'll watch it on halloween Mm. Mm -hmm. because we've been watching a lot of um our traditions in our house which is the great pumpkin my boys love that. You could just put it on loop all day, mm-hmm. and they would watch it. And then Curious George Boo Fest. I think those have been the only Halloween movies we've watched so far. We don't have watched any Halloween movies. We were just watching Raya, The Last Dragon, and Luca. And then oh, just, Luca's so good! And then just stuff like interspersed in between, because that's what they want to watch. Like, they'll start watching it, then they'll... I don't think they'll get bored. They're just like, I'm going to just play over here and do yeah. this, but... I've seen Raya and Luca I many think, times. Um, I think Coco would count because it's about the Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we used to watch that a lot. Yeah. And then, you know, with the kids, they fall out like the new shiny thing is the yeah what they want to watch. So we haven't watched Luca or anything. But those Disney Pixar movies, like the kid and Luca and Coco, and for sure Inside Out, the kids will be watching them like entertained, and my and husband you'll be crying. and I will just be like <laughs> bawling. Oh. Yeah, that's the mark of a good movie right there. Yeah. Um, so do you want to hear my only murders in the building read Sure. I had to look them up instead of doing like 
digging in my own brain because I don't really read mysteries. Mm -hmm. Um, But I found some read-alikes. So if you are watching Only Murders in the Building, you might want to pick up these books, and we have them all. Um, Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman is also about strangers getting together to solve a murder. So if that's the part, uh, the facet of Only Murders in the Building you like, that'd be a good book for you. Uh, Westing Game, the classic by Alan Raskin, takes place is a mystery that takes place in a building. Uh, when No One is Watching by Alyssa Cole um, is more of a social thriller, whatever mm. that genre we're talking about, because it talks about um, this neighborhood that's getting gentrified and um, people keep disappearing. And then some like fun new ones that are just sort of fun murder mysteries, some inter- intergenerational, like only murders in the building are. Um, Dial A for Ant- for Aunties by Jesse Q. Sutano, and Finlay Donovan is Killing It by L. Cosimano. So those fun, are my read-alikes. Fun titles yeah. right there. I can't read them this month. November is my November to... F- February, I don't read anything dark because it's too dark mm-hmm. <laughs> in the well, world. Well, that's what you got to get that, uh, so I, the seasonal, the yes. light, the special light that we have that you can check out. Yeah. You got to read your, your scary stuff under that light. Read that sad light. We have this um, graphic novel at the library um, called Lonely in America or something like that. I actually bought the book, but I haven't read it yet. But it's a graphic novel about the, the real loneliness epidemic. They say people are lonelier than ever but i was going to take a picture for social media of like that book in the sad light <laughs> like good combo i think so <laughs> synergize the yeah. library collection right there maybe just have it you have you, you just get what you check out one you get the other one for free it's yeah like, take this you got well you're taking this home with you yeah i wish we could do get one free sales but well i mean technically <laughs> off right but yeah that's that's definitely we should advertise it anyway mm-hmm. i think so um and I mentioned, you know, before this podcast when we were talking about, like, scary stuff and whatever, that you should watch Squid Game. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to watch Squid Game. No, it's too scary. Not the, right now. The trailer was too much for me. Well, the trailer... <laughs> well, it's a trailer music. Well, if you put the trailer on mute, you probably wouldn't think it's as scary if you just watched it. Yeah. Because, like, the trailers always get everything hyped up and dial, like, the anxiety and whatever to the max. But I still think you should watch it. Yeah, so you described it to me as kid games for adults. Um, uh, and well, then you yeah. said minus the death part. Well, that's or like with, if we, with well, the death part. Well, yeah, because I said we should do a squid game program. Yeah. Minus the, the death. And then I took that to mean that it was a reality TV show where, like, parents did goofy kid games. <laughs> and then I watched the preview and I was like, this is not what that is. Yeah, this, I guess you could say this would be, like, another one of those social thrillers. Yeah. Like, the enemy is capitalism. Yeah. And, you know, all these people are indebted in some way. And it just, it's a, I don't want to give away too much, but, like, it's a good ride. Like, I've watched it over the course of one weekend. I started it. And then I finished it the day after. Oh, wow. Um, well, that's what happens when, you know, I'm left alone. <laughs> I just sort of like, oh, well, I'm going to do this. This is the only time I have to do this, so I'm going to do it. And I sort of got the wave right before it got super popular. So it's like the first time I'm like, oh, I know all about all this stuff. Yeah. You you're know? ahead of the game. Yeah. 
And now it's the most watched show on Netflix history by a wide margin. Oh, wow. And ne- not just like of the week or the year. In- like ever. Wow. Yeah, whatever. I guess Bridgerton was at one point. Like I saw the numbers. Like Bridgerton was like 85 million households, whatever. And Squid yeah. Game's like 111 wow. million. And I guess people are trying to dress up as the characters of the costumes. Well, the costumes are to make very, those costumes quick. Yeah, because those costumes aren't really that complicated. No. They're just like track suits or whatever, but it's going to be... You're going to see a lot of Squid Game people, most likely. Because I guess one year it was like Among Us, yeah. which was last year, maybe. And like, there's always like the a pop culture, pop culture yeah. thing. And I think this year it'll be Squid Game, especially since it came out like just a month ago. Yeah. Are you dressing up for Halloween? Um, I think we have a family costume. I don't remember what we are. We might be going as, like, the Justice League. Oh, cool. Sans a few other people. I don't know if I'm the Flash or Green, Green Lantern. Hi, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. You have another, you have another guest? You want to say hi, Tim? You're on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm dressing up as Dolly Parton. Cool. I got a wig, and I think I'm just going to, every year, go as some... Some version of Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. I went to Dollywood this year. Oh, you did? Yeah, because I went. We went to um, the Smokies. We went to Gatlinburg area. We didn't stay in Gatlinburg, but we were near there. And then we we're like, let's go to Dollywood. And I'm like, I have no idea what Dollywood is. And then it's like, oh, it's like a theme park. It's like a theme Catch park kind of history museum, right? Like it's weird because they have some good roller coasters. They have like kids stuff. They're just like. This is a weird place. Like I, don't, I couldn't describe it. Yeah. I guess, but it was fun. I went on roller coasters that were pretty legit, and I was like, "This is fun." And, That's cool. You know, Gatlinburg was nice, but I was like, "Man, Dollywood." There's no Kid Rock World. I mean, there's like <laughs> none of that. Like. <laughs> well, she wanted to support her hometown area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going as Dolly. My husband and oldest son are going as zombies. Because um, Walden's eight now, so he doesn't want to be anything cute anymore. And then our two-year-old is going as a rainbow birdie. So that's mm-hmm. our family costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> zombies you Dolly zo- Parton. You should be zombie Dolly Parton. No way. That's the thrill of Dolly Parton is that I'll put, I can put makeup on, but I don't, I don't like painting my face or wearing a mask or anything. Yeah, well, I guess you can go as Dolly Parton next year, like 9 to 5 version of yeah. Dolly Parton. Now or, I got the wig, so I can do whatever. And steal Magnolia's Dolly Parton. Yeah, yeah, that was a good... And then whatever else she's in. Yeah. I feel like she's been around for... I really like Straight Talk by Dolly Parton. That's that's a sleeper hit. And it's got James Woods in it, who I don't like, but... Mm-hmm. Did, you, what, did you listen to that podcast? The Dolly Parton podcast? Uh-huh. I okay. sure did. There's a creepy sound. Yeah. That's the best. It's perfect for the Halloween episode. <laughs> yeah. The library ghosts are trying to, to get us. Um, so we've got some fun Halloween stuff coming up on starting next Monday on the 25th. Is that next Monday or two Mondays from now? That, I'm all geeked up. That's two well, Mondays from on now. the 25th. That's, yeah. Um, we'll have a Halloween craft to go that you can pick up from at least the central branch and then on thursday the 28th at 6 30 we're having a virtual nailed it um halloween edition and then you've got something the very next day right yeah, i got the halloween themed murder mystery program 
where you try to figure out who the who the virtual murderer is, and one of the virtual murderers is you. Ooh. One of the participants is the killer. Um, but there'll be no actual killing involved. It'll just be some investigations and figuring out who done it. That sounds fun. So that's Friday evening, um, 6.30 start time. Yeah. 29th. And then right now at Central, we have a little um, interactive display set up that's sort of Halloween-y. I think of Harry Potter as a Halloween-y thing. Um, you can come put a sticker by which Hogwarts house you have, and there's descriptions of each Hogwarts house if you're not familiar. So I think right now we have more Gryffindor. Gryffindor and Ravenclaw are winning it, but there's more people that admitted to being Slytherins than I thought. Well, I took a that sorting hat quiz on the official website, and I am Slytherin. So I'll you are. Mm-hmm. My husband's Slytherin too. So well, he's taken it a couple different times and gotten different things. Well, that was that was sort of like a funny uh, meme. It's like, oh, you know, you're Slytherin when oh, you got your first result was a Slytherin, and then immediately you took the test again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I took it once and got Hufflepuff. And then another one, I can't remember if it was the official one or not, but I got almost equal percentages of each four house, of mm-hmm. each of the four houses. The least Slytherin and the most Hufflepuff, but like everything mm-hmm. was like yeah. almost 25%. I think there's like a huge swath of people in relationships that are Slytherin and Hufflepuff. You think so? Why? I don't, I think it's just like the dynamic. Like, because my wife is Hufflepuff, and, you know, I'm Slytherin, and I think just the dynamic between those two is a good complement. Yeah, balance each other Yeah, out. they balance each other's strengths, and they, and they're not, like, they're not strengths. Yeah. Um, and stuff. I think there's a lot of people that say they're Ravenclaw, but they're not Ravenclaw. <laughs> they just want to, they just want to be. I'm going to tell some of our coworkers that, because they definitely were like, mm, I think I'm Ravenclaw. <laughs> I think librarians want to think that they're Ravenclaw because, you know, Ravenclaws seem to be bookish. I don't want to be Ravenclaw. I don't know. I think Hermione should have been a Ravenclaw. I think so, too. But, like, when you when you read the description of Ravenclaw and, like, what they do and, like, what how to get into their dorm, like, it's, like, logic puzzles and, like, stuff. It's like, yeah, like, good luck. Yeah, you're Ravenclaw. <laughs> go, 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 go to your room. <laughs> um, but, yeah. It's been a while since I've watched the Harry Potter movies or anything. My wife is actually going to the Harry Potter world next week. How fun. Yeah. By yourself or with the kids? She's going with her niece and the in-laws. I'm staying with the kids because I'm not that interested, but also the kids are too young to really do all that. So we're just not doing that. So I'll be home with them for, for the weekend while she's going to get her wand and all that stuff i've been trying to convince my mother-in-law and sister-in-law to have a girls um weekend around this time of year in salem um because one of my aunts did that and had a really fun time Mm -hmm. and also if we make it a girls weekend then my children are boys and i can just go Mm -hmm. (laughs) enjoy it as an adult Mm -hmm. yeah it's always a it's always a treat when you can Go somewhere without Sneak the kids. Somewhere, yeah. like, oh, this is great. Then you miss them and you get them stuff at the mm-hmm. store. But yeah, so that's our spooky mm-hmm. kind of episode. I think it's more spooky. We had a lot of spooky 
people come in and mm-hmm. the library ghosts <laughs> coming in. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, take that as you will, but those were, visitors. those were 100% not real people. Those were ghosts that were coming through the door <laughs> um, and everything because this place is haunted, most likely. The library is a great place to be haunted. Look at Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where the ghosts go first. It is where they go first with the the librarian ghost, mm-hmm. and then that was it. That was the last time. Yeah. But most likely there are ghosts in here, so next time you come visit, you can try to find them. Get one of your ghost meters. What we was should it? have a ghost hunter program. Ooh, there we go. Ghost hunters that are listening, let us know if you're a ghost hunter, <laughs> and then we'll we'll talk. But with that, we'll be back couple weeks with the next episode of season two.